join with me, brothers and sisters, in extending a warm Washington, D.C. vibration. Sound. Coming through your doorway, giving you the raw from Northwest to Norway. Penetrate minds, baby, this is foreplay. Giving out jewels and gems to get a saw pain. Run the shop with hot takes and ball fades. Jameson shots to shape them up and get your shit straight. We can talk tech, politics, sports, soulmate. I ain't here to talk about your homeboy mixtape. We just try to get great, keep it up, no breaks. Where I'm from, whole weight, D.C., no state. Shout out to everybody showing love anyway. Turn it up and tune it in, thanks for listening to Black Broadway. Black Broadway, yeah, we do this all day, yeah, we do this all day, hey, once again, Black Broadway, yeah, yeah, yo, yo, we are fucking back, y'all, yes, indeed, another week, another episode of Black Broadway Podcast, man. And this is a great one, yo. We crossed 50 now, so yeah, it's episode 51. That's awesome, yo. I'm super stoked, man. We got another week, another episode of great content for y'all. Got my man Nick from 10 Clothing in the building, man. Very interesting, stimulating episode is going to be going on tonight. And his partner, Zori B. I can't forget Miss Zori B in the hey. building. You know what I'm saying? Great episode going on tonight, y'all. Tune in and turn up. It's going to be mad fun, yo. But before we get into all of that, I got to start my show how I always started and say thank you sincerely to anybody and everybody who's ever listened, who's ever liked, who's ever commented, whoever shared, whoever clicked the Instagram like, any of that. We greatly appreciate y'all, and we could not do this shit without y'all. And big shout-outs to all of our new followers and all of our new listeners. After episode 50, man, I mean... Shit, I personally gained almost 40 followers, and I know everybody else across the board is doing well, too. So, yo, we we thank y'all for the support. We appreciate everything y'all are doing out here, man, and we're going to keep hitting y'all in the head with this content weekly, y'all. Every week, it's going down. Black Broadway Podcast, yo. So, like I said, last week was episode 50, and we got to send a big shout-out to our guests, Zamaria, the whole Swap DC family, yes. my man Albie on the, on the photos, man. He had the great pictures. Go on our, our Instagram, The Black Broadway Show at Instagram, and check out all the great pictures that we put up this week. It was popping, man. It was a beautiful time. Thanks for the vibes. Thanks for everything, ladies and guys. Everybody who was in here, my man Kenna, my man Vito Bronson. I mean, everybody squagger for coming through and showing love and dropping off the Kush cotton candy. Yeah. It was, yo, it was bananas. It was totally He nuts. came at the perfect time. He man. came he at the perfect time. Day. He turned that shit the entire okay. fuck up. It was popping, yo. So we was lit last week, man. Last week's show was great. If you haven't listened to it already, make sure you search Black Broadway on SoundCloud on iTunes, and just recently added this week, we on Google Play now, so yo, check us out on Google Play, it's all the way popping, man, for real, so like I said, last week's episode was super lit, all last week and last weekend was super lit, it was a great weekend for me personally, it's Father's Day weekend, you know what I'm saying, shout out to all the fathers, fathers, man, everybody, I hope y'all enjoyed y'all weekend, fellas, man, because I certainly did, yo, baby bought me crabs, 
We went down to Hayes Point. Yes. It was super lit. Shout out to all the dads who was down Hayes Point doing their thing on Sunday, man. It was super duper popping, man. Jerk Fest cracked off this weekend on Sunday, too. The Caribbean Jerk Fest was at RFK Stadium, man, and that shit was light. It was so many people out there, yo. Taurus Riley was performing, Mad Soka bands. It was beautiful. We went out there. It was just mad hot. I'm not going to front. I was with my son. He was like, Daddy, I'm hot. I was like, me too. Me too, son. Let's get on about it here real quick, man. We spent the rest of the day going through family photos, which was super duper fun and like enjoyable, man. But shout out to everybody who was at Jerk Fest. Shout out to the whole Emperor Sound and my whole family, my yard family. They was out there representing all my trainees, all my Guyanese. Everybody was out there representing that yes. weekend. It was popular, yo. Caribbean A big shout out to Grace for yes. sponsoring that, yo. If you're not using Grace hot sauce or jerk sauce, <laughs> you're fucking up. Yeah. 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 Real talk, yo. Don't hit. Yo, that's the real shit that makes you want to slap your mom. Absolutely. That grace that had you in the game, yo. So big shout out to everybody who went out to that and did their thing. National Geographic also had their thing popping off this weekend with the Brightest Young Things and National Geographic Explorer Party. And we told y'all about that on the show. I saw all the pictures. Zamaria actually made it to that, yo. She was out there. She was in the building. The pictures were beautiful. The setup looked great. Everything looked like it was popping out there that weekend. And... The one thing I wanted to get around to doing this weekend, but I haven't, and we're going to talk about this at some point in time, the fucking Tupac movie, man. Yes. I wanted to, I meant to go see, did anybody in the room seen it? Yes. No? Yes. Nobody yes. seen it? Once Jada, like, told me. Exactly. exactly. I feel a little indifferent now. I don't yeah. know if right. I really want to spend the money to go see it, but I would like to put that money in their pockets. I feel like, you. Yeah. Well, I'm not, they don't need my money. Benny Boom and <laughs> <laughs> LC Hutton don't need it. It's still contributing. It's still good. Exactly. Yeah. Keeping money in our pockets. True, and we want to see more biopics about relevant right. people in the culture made. So I appreciate them even making the movie because, you know, that's a big part of my childhood. Absolutely. It's pop. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's sad that they didn't... I, I didn't see it, so I can't really comment from an informed place, but from what Jada was saying and from a lot of other people who were right. close to the situation was saying, they skipped over a lot of important right. shit. You know what I'm saying? If you lived through Tupac's lifetime like I did, then you know that, like, Yo, this he was a complex man and it was a it was a complex situation and like it deserves a lot more than any Hollywood production can really give it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just realistic. Like it's hard to do a movie about such a a complex and dynamic figure, but we gonna see it. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? We gonna see it. Are we gonna see it? I see like there'll be more. There'll be more, for real. Like one, it can't be one shot. Like it can't. more than one Biggie movie. You know. I agree. Hopefully they do another Biggie movie too. Impacts. Yeah. Facts. I would love another Biggie movie to be honest. Me too, because I I didn't really like Notorious that much. You know what I'm saying? I didn't like Notorious that much, and I'm a Biggie fan to the death. Right. Exactly. That shit hurt me. Everything. My thing when it comes to sequels, like you have to come even stronger the second time. Most sequels and trilogies do not make it. True. You have to come strong. So they gotta come stronger. Yeah. Like come with this shit for the pop. So. We gonna see the pop movie and like, look, let's all make a pledge. Let's try to see this pop movie this week so that we can get it popping. Alright? And we can get it cracking. I know oh, we did have the hookup or the, you know, yeah, on the sh but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but now we might have to go give AMC a couple bucks or Regal or whoever. But it's all good. It's all for the cause, yo, for real. It's all for the cause, man. So yo, this week. Like I said, last week was super popping with all the events and stuff like that. 
And this week is going to be even more popping, and we got a whole bunch of shit coming up. Yes, Laura, I'm going to need you to intro and give us the rundown on all the upcoming events. Let us know what's popping out here in these streets, Laura. All right, so this weekend is going to be a Let's Grow Out. Yeah, with, be... with our guy Squagger, right? I know, right? right. Who, who better else to teach? Teach the grow class. the cannabis, you know, industry. <laughs> no doubt. He is so well-versed. He knows a little bit of everything. Absolutely, actually, everything. He does. He knows a little bit of everything, yes. and it's called Let's Go Let's Out, go. and it's through D.C. Scrogger, our man. You listen to the Cultivation episode, he'll put you on. Absolutely. And the only way to get tickets it's is through, Eventbrite. through Eventbrite. Right. All so the information is on there. All the information is on Eventbrite. Look up D.C. Scrogger, mm -hmm. Let's Grow Out, and that's where it's at. What else right. we got, El? We got entertainment, uh, public relations, and filtered at the Mul uh, Mulbone. Mulbone, yes. Over yes. there in, on, on 14th on Street. On 14th Street. Right, right there next to Boss, Boss Boys exactly. and Poets. Um, one of DC's own PR experts, Candy Nicole PR, she's having a free workshop for anybody and everybody who's interested at Mulebone to come out and learn about PR in the entertainment and music industry in general. And there's a lot of women there, women and men there who are deeply involved in that. And they can, you can network, you can pick up a few more pieces and just learn about your PR game for all of our it's that um, aspiring, aspiring public relations people. That's, you know what yeah, that's on June 22nd at 6.30 p.m. Okay, We sweet. also got the Little Big Bro Bo Young Prince at the Smith Public Trust. Right, so it's kind of like up. a trend of them, like, you know, to have little events like every Wednesday and Sundays, too. No doubt. Shout out so, to Justin Bob 202 yes, and the whole collective the whole we had collective. on the show. For real, they got it popping. So Absolutely. that's where is that going to be at? That's going to be at Smith Public Trust. Okay. And it's actually this evening. So Okay, that's, from, to, from that's Wednesday. Are they yeah. doing that every Wednesday, though? Yeah, huh? they do. They seem to be doing something every Wednesday and cool. on Sundays, too. Always yeah. keep an eye out for Smith Public Trust. It's got a lot yeah. of popping events. Absolutely. So a lot of good people, too, out there. No doubt. So there's another event called Cup, Got Cup. The Jet Game of Thrones. Right. Officially. Listen, don't go got this Game of Thrones. These are for all so the Game impressive. of Thrones heads. Are you who's who's the Game of Thrones head in here? Nobody? Oh, no. I only watched the first season. Lord, you Game of Thrones for me? Thank you. All right. Like I said, we will talk about Game of Thrones when it's on, and you hey, will deal. Yeah, yeah. You know I'm gonna definitely watch the episodes and we're gonna recap. Absolutely. So. All the spoiler all alerts, know. all of that, yes. you know. And they have a pop-up pub that's on Seventh Street. My right. man Rob is involved in that. He's the bar manager actually there. So if you want to go through that, it's right on 7th Street, right in front of Shaw Howard University Metro Station. Exactly. And they're so open every day from 7 to 12. Every day from 7 to 12. They close early. When the when the season starts, though, they're going to be closing early, early. on Sundays mm -hmm. for the episode. Right. So make sure that you can get home on time for the latest for the episode latest of Game of Thrones. 9 o'clock on Sunday nights, HBO. Get into it. <laughs> What else we got, else? Okay, we also got the Prince Purple Rain 30th anniversary oh, event. Oh, yes. Songbird on the 23rd. Wow, 30 and years since Purple Rain came out. I know, isn't that crazy? Crazy, wow. yo. And they're going to be giving away mad stuff. They're right. going to be giving away vinyls, posters, okay. you know what I'm saying, unreleased singles. There's going to be an extended okay. version of the Purple Rain soundtrack. Okay. So it's going to be popping. Okay. Like, they're going to have all of that stuff there for you. Songbird's one of our favorite venues. Yeah. Right here in Adams Morgan, 18th Street. Yep. All the way. So that's popping. What else that's we got, Elf? We got the Left Wing Social Thursday okay. at Stadium. Stadium! <laughs> at the booty club. Yeah. Hey, exactly. Wings, okay. strippers, 
Trap music, what else do you need? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's popping. Exactly. Y'all met at the stadium. Y'all met at the stadium? Look at, the, look at the strip club bringing people together out here exactly. in the world. What y'all met at $2 Tuesday? Or DC? Was it $2 Tuesday or not? It was Halloween. What? I was wearing a Wonder Woman costume. You weren't the only one in the Wonder Woman costume. He was up there popping it and dropping it. That's a good story. What, this year or a few years back? 16 or 15. It was 15. Okay, a couple years back. Before we launched 10. Okay, before y'all launched 10. So this was like, so can we say informally that 10 was launched at the strip club? Oh, <laughs> baby, baby, baby. I like it. So ten, that seeds look at Stadium Club contributing to the community, y'all. You already know. What else we got? We got anything else, else? Yes, we do. We have the uh, what is it? The Grilled Cheese Social. Okay, Grilled Cheese Social again. Yes. Shout out to Scooty Rock Creek Social. Absolutely. At Marvin's. Yeah, this Saturday at Marvin's. Be there, be square. You know what it get is. Y'all got grilled cheeses because I heard they was fine. Hey, the so sandwiches be banging. You gotta get there early though. Listen, yeah. you gotta get there because the food is done after a certain yeah, point. Right. So the sandwiches be fired. Once, I'm they, telling once you. they sold out, they're sold out. They're yes. right, exactly. And yeah. go on their website or their Instagram. They'll post the menu. Yeah. Check that out for real. They're lit out there. You know what I'm saying? what he's doing with them grubs. Absolutely. Grilled <laughs> cheese social, like what? Three years, four years going strong four years now. Going strong. Love it, Absolutely. yo. So that's a Saturday in June. Get Yay. it to me. What and up? also the chronic disease class and free health screenings at the White Oak Rec Center, which All is right. happening every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. See, this is where we like to get into our community events Absolutely. and tell people things that's going to enhance our community. My man, Dr. Myers, Dr. Kenneth Myers, man, who was on our 50th episode yes. sitting in. Yes, he he was. put us on with the info for that. So at the White Oak Recreational Center, they're doing free screenings for all types of chronic diseases that especially affect people of color. Diabetes, hypertension, sickle cell, all types of stuff. So, you know, check that out if you're in the area, y'all. And also we have the Far Southeast Strengthening, uh, Strengthening Collaborative South, I'm uh, sorry, Safe Summer, Summer Kickoff, kick which is at St. Elizabeth, which mm -hmm. is where they have BC Fest. Absolutely. And, and so Z put us on it at, like, yeah. that's in your that's in your yeah, neck of the woods. Ward 8, Ward 7. Everybody that's out there in that neighborhood, man, this is for anybody that's trying to get involved with positive activities, especially for the youth and the community. Mm -hmm. Come on out and show love at this event. What time is it? It's, is at, it? it's from 12 to 6, it's and from it's going to be on 6? the 23rd. Okay, bet. And they got free games and rides and stuff right. for the kids. It's food. It's fun for the whole family. For the whole and family. you can get information on stuff that's going to be important to the community. And what? this is also a personal favorite. There's an event, which okay. is like Lifestyle Summer. Hey! Yes, with BYB, yes, UCB, and Black Alley at the All house. Right. That go-go shit. Go go shit for the city. Day, Taking us know? back to the black. We hey, doing it for the city, yo. Yes, that's right. Put on. I love it. And that's gonna be a Howard Theater, right? Yeah. All right, love, man. So if you can fuck with Backyard, UCB, who else? Oh, Black, black Alley, Alley, of course. Black. Whose manager's been on the show? Big out, shout out to Omar and Casey yes. and all of them for doing that. That's gonna be lit. Howard yeah, Theater. Starts at eleven o'clock. What's that? What day is that? It is on the twenty fourth. On the twenty fourth. Let's get it, y'all. That's this weekend. Let's get it. What else we got? So we got triple extensions. Extensiana, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Yeah. 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 
and then this is going to be at the Fillmore, which at is the Fillmore. This is really going to be a popping event. Yeah, it is. I, I hope I hope son don't get knocked out again Wait. on this day. Yeah. 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 That's the guy that keeps getting yeah. yeah, that's the guy. Social media ate him alive yes. the entire week. He got slumped. First, he got slumped. Which, I mean, you know, that was kind of a sucker move. I don't never appreciate sucker right. punches. Right. But then he had his security, like, right. throwing him out into the crowd, and he failed, and they dropped his ass right into the banner to steal oh, gate in front of the crowd. Oh, <laughs> so oh, keep taking L's, man. Right. When wants you take an L at the Fillmore, all right? Number so, 28, right. Yeah, you, you might see homeboy, you know, take yeah. an L. You might see you it. Strong, you guys are strong. It's going to be a streak now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> is that like that a gimmick? So is that his stick right, now? Right, right. Like, I, I get fucked viral. up in every show. No. <laughs> going viral every show. Every yeah. show. We <laughs> going viral every show. I'm I'm having I'm sustaining a life threatening injury, injury <laughs> every show. That's his, that's the new goal for Triple X concerts, yo. We can get some views on life. Exactly. Oh shit, and we got one more thing on the list. Like, yes, we do. We have Diddy's movie, Can't Stop. Yes. Stop. Oh. That oh. is uh, Can't Stop. Gently Harlem shaking in here on y'all. Harlem shaking on y'all real quick. But yo, Diddy, if anybody know me, Diddy is my personal inspiration yes. for my whole entire work ethic, my life, and this is a movie that this man has literally been filming since he was 19 years old. Wow. He said, man, when he said when he was 19, 20 years old, yo, y'all be to turn the cameras on because this is about to be some historical, historical shit. shit. And it sure the hell was. Yes, so was. now, you know, 20, I think Bad Boy is 20 years old now? Yes. 20 years Shout later. Out Shout out to Bad Boy. Can't stop, won't stop. That's my shit. Take that, take that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So then he's going to give you all of that. And it's premiering on Apple Music on Sunday, oh, June 25th. 25th. Yes. It's going to be all the way popping, y'all. Yes. Make sure y'all check that out because I'm damn sure going to be tuned in. And it comes on right after the BT Awards. So it's good oh, content. So exactly. right after you finish watching that, you know what I'm saying? You can get into a little something for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? So I'm really looking forward to that, yo. So... That's our upcoming weeks. Thank you so much, L, for giving us the rundown. Bang, bang. Hey, Black Broadway shit, y'all. No, we in the loop. So if you want to know what's going on, you got to tune in and turn up with us every week, y'all. Every y week. That's and, right. Hey, so I guess now we're segueing into our next segment, which is always, you know, we got to cover the current events, everything that's been going on in the world. And it's been... Another crazy week. You know, it's summer. Mm -hmm. So shit is bananas. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of which, being summer, hey, it's the first day of summer. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. First day of summer, man. Yes. So shout out and to everybody who's ready. Summer the end, solstice. The end of Gemini season. The end of Gemini season. Y'all out of here. Y'all out of here. You turned up enough. Later. We're going to holler at y'all. Y'all keep it crazy for us. Damn, Kansas, where you at? Absolutely, right, Kansas. Kansas. <laughs> all right, shout out to all my Kansas. Y'all crazy as fuck, too. But, you know, shout out to all my Kansas. <laughs> yo, Kansas are crazy, yo. Know, out of hand. I'm a fan of Kansas. Okay, hey, I'm an Aries, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I don't know. We ain't going to get into the astrological <laughs> conversation. We'll be here all day on that shit. That's another episode. That's another episode. We'll have a tarot card reading here one yes. day. We're getting popping, y'all. Oh, my God. That would be so good. But, yo, being the first day of summer, man, shit is out of control with the temperatures. I don't know if y'all been paying attention to the news. The Southwest, like Arizona, New Mexico, all of that, they on fire. 120 degrees every day, yo. Out in Kuwait and, like, Qatar, 
they're experiencing the hottest temperatures that have ever been recorded on oh, earth record breaking like yeah, on yeah. earth like yeah. shit like yeah. i guess what do you have a number is it like 130 i don't I know it was in the mid 120s in the mid 120s that's bananas hey shout out to all y'all who think global warming ain't real that shit is a real thing man and it's really happening out here so yeah, man. man it's summer hopefully we all don't melt yo but Check out your carbon imprints word <laughs> hopefully it all don't melt man like i said we had a really shitty week again in the news and like yeah. black broadway we like to get the bad news out of the way first. Yeah, first so the second thing that was crazy that happened man was this london attack and yeah. it seems like Every week now, I'm mentioning some type of crazy terrorism or just violent event, uh, event that's happening in London or in UK yeah. in general. And this week, it was kind of like the reverse of what we've all, I guess, sadly come to expect. It wasn't a Muslim or somebody affiliated with Islam perpetrating the violence. It was actually somebody from London who decided to commit an act of violence against worshipers at a mosque. Right. Did the same kind of thing that happened on the bridge where they took a car and ran people down right after they were exiting from service for end of Ramadan. Yeah. And man, shout out to all my Muslims and Muslimas out there yeah, who were celebrating crazy. Ramadan and yeah. who were on their deem it's, all week. It's know? unfortunate how they pined us against each other. When our foundations, especially when it comes to Christianity and Judaism, right. our, the foundations are usually the same. Absolutely. They, they pick the differences out mm -hmm. and then make us stand against each other. And so turn we people see against each other. Exactly. It's and this, this is a retaliation uh, of ISIS and everything. Absolutely. You know? It so is. It's unfortunate. It's, yeah, it's, it's we don't want to see retaliations. That shit is sad. And then also, uh, again, with violence being perpetrated against the Muslim members of our society right. in Virginia. Right. A young girl who was returning for or on her way to Ramadan service in like Sterling was kidnapped and then subsequently murdered. Yo, she's a young teenage girl. She didn't have nothing to do with nothing. And some hateful, violent bigots decided to just murder this young lady, man. So our thoughts and our prayers and condolences Absolutely. go out to her family and everybody who was negatively impacted by that whole thing. You know what I'm saying? The whole Muslim community, yo, for real, man. We want we want solidarity. We want togetherness. So we don't want any more of these type of violent events to really pop off, man. So everyone involved, our prayers. Absolutely, yo. Moving on, like, with more violence and just craziness, but just, again, talking about the American system of injustice, Philando Castle who was tragically shot by a police officer in Minnesota about a year ago. Yeah. Um, the officer was put on trial and charged with actually uh, manslaughter, manslaughter or reckless manslaughter. And guess what? He was found not guilty. Mm. Surprise, so fucking prize, y'all. This is yeah. sad, but I'm trying to figure out what has to happen in order for somebody to get found guilty of one of these crimes. When, when do we find police officers culpable of the right. violence that they perpetrate in the community. You know what I'm saying? We locking people up by the hundreds, thousands even in America. Yeah. But we can't find one police officer guilty of violence out here, man. And big shout out to Philando's moms, man, because she had a lot of real shit to say. She wasn't going for it. She wasn't going to let them use her as like a symbol of calm down and to pacify the people, man. She was really on her shit. She was about it. So we appreciate that, man. Miss Castle, your our thoughts and prayers are with you, and Absolutely. we hope you find some justice and some peace somewhere, yo, for real. That was insane, man. What else? Oh, we gotta get through the bad news first. Of course, like I said, we got good news, y'all. Yeah. But we gotta get through the bad shit first, yo. Fucking Bill Cosby got off, yo. I don't even 
I mean, Bill Cosby, I won't say he got off because what happened was it was declared a mistrial. The jury, after two, three days of deliberating, could not come to a verdict. Mm -hmm. So they came back deadlocked and the judge was forced to declare a mistrial. But the prosecutor was like, look, we're trying this shit as soon as we can again. So they're trying to get Cosby. They're trying to get justice for his victims. I don't know what the real motivation is. What you think, right. Sanaa? You know I me, mean, putting up unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion, Sanaa, give I it to us. I would hate to see Cosby go down. If he did do it, I, I can't speak on that. I don't know if he did or he didn't. Facts. He's too old now. Facts. And yeah. I feel like it's almost like dreading on the past. Right. A little bit. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I kind of feel like we just need to move on, move forward. It is. And, and appreciate what he done for, our, for, for the culture in general. Yes. So I feel like they're trying to discredit all of that. So if he, right. you know, so I, I, I kind of want to stand with him in this. I agree. I agree with you in principle, right, but right, I feel right. like, you yeah, know, I kind of have to stand by him. We got to let those wheels of justice turn, even though we I know that they're full of him. shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Full of shit, him. as we right. just said. Right. So, yo, man, we'll see what happens with that. Yo, this is crazy. We just, I re if you ever listen to the show, we had our whole Travel Everywhere crew on and they were talking about going to Cuba and how everybody's excited that the restrictions and the embargo and all of that have been rolled back against Cuba. And guess what? Your asshole president, 45, has decided to do this week. He's decided to start rolling back those Obama era um, relaxations of the sanctions and he started to put, trying to put those back in place, which means more travel restrictions, and the first thing he did, and the audacity of this motherfucker, to call for the Cuban government to return Asada Shakur to the U.S. to face prosecution. You, Cuba was like, nah, nah, we not rocking. We, you'll be all right. They not returning Chicago, Asada Shakur for nothing, and well, we appreciate that. That's extra right and now. Why would you even that go shit for is that? extra. Right. That why would you even call for that? That's why would you even you think that that's something that you really need to call? How is that going to improve international relations? That's like that's, that says a message, though. It does. This is the bigger picture. That says a lot more than what's going on in this country. Mm -hmm. And he's not speaking on. And it, it, it speaks to the climate of this country exactly. and the things exactly. that we're thinking about. Exactly. And so. the things that that that's on the mind of the leadership out here. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, man. Big shout out to Asada Shakur. I loved your book. I love Absolutely. everything you stand for. Yes. Yo, we standing with you. We're not going to let him get you. The, the next international incident that jumped off, which was crazy, was Otto Warmbier. I don't know if we talked about that a little bit last week, but he's the guy who went over to Korea and he was 22, so he's a young idiot in a he's sense. He's a student. Just a student. And he thought it was a good idea to snatch some Korean propaganda off of a wall and tell and try to take it back home. Right. Korea is not playing that. Specifically North Korea is not playing that. Right. So they got their hands on this young man and they sentenced him to 15 years and hard crazy. labor. If you'd have seen him crying on the stand when he got to say, it was sad, yo. It was sad. <laughs> so at the end of the day, he got sentenced to all of that. And when we when he got sentenced, I don't know what happened to this man in the Korean jail, but he actually really like had a whole breakdown and he when the United States doctors came to check on him, he had been in a coma for the longest time. Yeah. So, you know, according he had to, been like a month at that point. Yeah, he had, no, he had been there for like almost a year. He was in a coma for right, over yeah. a month. Yeah. Mm -hmm. really? He had been in a coma for God knows how long, really, because right. the Korean right. government right. didn't right. say. Right. They didn't give information. Right. So when the U.S. doctors came, they demanded his release. Korea complied. 
They brought him over here in a comatose state, yeah. and he died shortly after being here, man. Yeah. I mean, it's sad because you never hear, like to see somebody losing their kid and stuff like that. Right. But like, man, that's we hope that that doesn't spark off a whole international incident where you know we want to drop bombs and Especially go to war. Oh, we're forty-five in the office. You never know, man. So that shit was insanity, yo. Like now, like I said, with all of this insanity going on, I know all of y'all, especially the women amongst us, are gonna be glad to hear this. Beyonce had them twins, yo. <laughs> Beyonce dropped the baby. Shout out to the beehive, yo. We don't want no smoke with the beehive, yo. We have all positive. You know what I'm saying? We don't want no smoke with the beehive at all. So we have all positive things to say about that. Congratulations to Beyonce and Jay Z for having healthy twins. Do we know the sex yet? We don't know nothing. In, in typical Beyonce fashion, she gonna drop it for us on iTunes in the middle of the night. You know. You think she's going to drop it on title, yo? It's going to be exclusive. She's going to get paid for it. It's going to be fine, yo. But Jay-Z is having a big-ass week, too, man. Jay-Z, in addition to being a brand-new dad of twin babies, you know what I'm saying? My man did something big this weekend. He decided for a Father's Day weekend, he was going to bail out a certain amount of dads who were incarcerated who just couldn't get out because they didn't have the money. You know what I'm saying? So he's bailing out dudes, and he's helping a lot of people out because he's just philanthropic like that right. in his older age. I appreciate that about absolutely. Jay. You know what I'm saying? Jay put his money to it. You know what I'm saying? He works out, man. Absolutely. And that's what we're waiting for, though. Because if we absolutely. do it, we can push as much as we want. We mm -hmm. Put your money where your mouth is. Put your money where your mouth is. Exactly. No doubt. Exactly. And Jay about to get some more of my money because he's coming out with a new album. Yo, 444, new Jay-Z album yes. dropping on June 30th, y'all. I will be on time. I am a Sprint and title customer. <laughs> Both of those are kind of ashamed of, but whatever. <laughs> but whatever. I got access, motherfucker. And all of y'all who got spread or title or both, yes, get on that. New Jay-Z album is dropping, y'all, for real, yo. In D.C., Ben's Chili Bowl finally unveiled the new mural, yo, which is super lit. Big shout out to the artist Ania Khan, who's done so many beautiful murals in this city. Like, if you see a super dope mural in the city, Nine out of ten times, a knee account was responsible for it, yo. Everywhere, all around the city, South Side, Uptown, North Feet, everywhere. Wait, do we have a do we have a social media for him? Yeah, Aniacon Reloaded. You can go on his Instagram and check out all of those pictures. But they dropped the um, they did the official unveiling of the mural today, and everybody was in the building. Donnie Simpson, Russ Parr, Dave Chappelle, fucking everybody. You know, I think yes. Obama, I heard Obama yes. was even around. You know what, what I'm saying? I'm not sure. But they did that right in front of Ben Chili Bowl on 13th and U. Historical landmark, historical place, yo. It was dope, man, for real. And look, even though Bill Cosby is fucking up, like I said, we always got love for the Cosby Show. We got to send a big shout out to Claire Hustable, aka Felicia Rashad. Queen of Queens. You know what I'm saying? It was her birthday this week. And we love you, yo. Felicia Rashad, happy birthday. You know what I'm saying? We glad for you, yo. Absolutely. And just to end it off, you know what I'm saying? We got to pay tribute where tribute is due, man. Big shout outs to my man, Prodigy, Houdini P, Headband B, all of that, man. He was the man, yo. My infamous Mob Deep. Yeah. He passed away this week. 
at 42 from like complications with sickle cell and all yeah. of that, man. And it was. Well, so what was the show on the actor? I man, remember. listen, fuck TMZ, that? TMZ yeah. for putting yeah. that out that? there. Who does that? Yeah, come on. Put some respect, man. Fuck TMZ, fuck Harvey Weinstein and all of them. Yeah, exactly. That was wild disrespectful. We not rocking, man. All love and respect to Prodigy, to Mob Deep, man, to his family, to his children, to his partner in crime, Havoc, man, for real. All shouts and praises to everyone he touched. A legend. A legend. And a huge part of my childhood. Exactly. Mob Deep. Yes. We grew up on the mob, yo. We definitely appreciate that. No doubt. And before we get into the second, oh, Sanaa, yo, you got to tell us, So you know I love the history. Sanaa loves the history. So it was a slow week a little bit this week, but one thing I wanted to touch on, my favorite holiday in general is Juneteenth. Boop, boop, boop. Yes. Yeah. Juneteenth, Juneteenth yo. It was the official about um celebration. The, of know, the abolition of slavery. Abolition of slavery absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So we appreciate that. We know that. We recognize that. No doubt. June 19th, what, 1865. Yeah. So yeah. that's where that's the date that we're gonna assign to that. And big shout outs to everybody out there celebrating Juneteenth all over the country, all over the world, man. Because right. that was a big moment and the struggle continues, y'all. It don't stop, it all right? Stop. It never stops. So on the second half of this show here, yo, we got my man Nick hey. and Tim Clothing. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I got to tell you before we even go, my man Nick always was a fan, of, a friend of the show, a fan of the show. Yeah. He was like, yo, I want to do a show where y'all have like, basically ask a white guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm a white guy. They ask me things. You know what I'm saying? I was telling Zuri like backstage. I was like, caveat is though, like, yes, I'm white, but I missed a lot of those emails though. You didn't get the Caucasian. You're not on the Caucasian email list. Yo, I missed the list. Get out of my Caucasian emails. I love it. Nick is going to answer our question, our burning questions that we need to ask the Caucasian conglomerate, yo. So we got 10 clothing. We got Ask the White Guy. We got all of that and more on the second half of Black Broadway Podcast, yo. After this message and after this special song that we're going to play in memory of Houdini P and the infamous Mob D, we'll be right back, y'all. Peace. Catch you coming out your fucking crib, nigga. Fucking bullet, nigga. Hey yo, I break bread, ribs, hundred dollar bills, pill on the cotties, another four wheels, write a book full of medicine and generate mills. Tore the album, only for more sales. We used to catch those on the block with crills. Now it's paid shows, promoters post up bills. Sign deals only if the math is real. If we can't match numbers, then you can't have a head nigga in charge of shit. Live nigga rhymes artists, pardon, P-Dub shines regardless, remorseless, haunt niggas like poltergeist, my vice for it, get like that, just think twice before you move on it, put jewels on it, who want it, loose niggas make the news when we start forming, snatch strikes off a nigga's uniforms often, don't pass it, Delph, your way out the jurisdiction, one niggas bullshit on the grill, I don't fuck around, Dunny, it's most real, I keep it thorough, nigga. Yo, let me back up for him, let me back up, yo, yo Why niggas bullshit on the grill? I don't fuck around, Dunny, the smoke's real I gave birth to your whole style and fail, I do it fail 
to hold my dick in public. Cock blower, duplicate rap cloner. It's me and you do it live on stage for Dolo. I smack niggas like you, smash niggas by the tools, grab niggas by the throat, show them fools. Rhymes cocky, crazy ill, mad rowdy. Did a buck off of my shit and rap to Audi. Temperamental, I snap quick, very touchy. And yo, my attitude is all fucked up and real shitty. I rap like no one out there can fuck with me. You feel different, niggas see me. I throw a TV at you, crazy. Bitches say, P, you crazy. A pain in the ass now, but fuck you, pay me. I'm no shorty, nigga, I stop the glory. I'm a third street nigga for real. You just applaud me and Roy P, man. Take your baby mom's advice. I'm nothing sweet, ill with the guns. You pay the price when you. You see me in the street, soldier, salute me You just a groupie, oh, you gangster, you shoot me Who gives a fuck, really? I miss my nigga twin, kill me So I can join the rest of my force up in the heavens You rap niggas make me laugh, that crazy ass And I don't give a fuck what you sold That shit is trash, bang this Cause I guarantee that you bought it Heavy airplay all day with no chorus I keep it dull, nigga Getting back into it, y'all. Yeah. We are all the way back, yo. Back. Second half, Black Broadway Podcast, man. This is super lit. Before we even get into it, man, one more time. Rest in peace, the prodigy, Houdini yes. P, infamous Mob Deep, y'all, man, yes. for real. Tribute, man. We love prodigy, man. All my hip-hop heads out there, man, that was for y'all, for real. So, look, like I said, second half of the show, we got my man Nick, and we got his partner, Zuri B in the building. Shout out to you, Zuri. Yo, thank y'all so much for being here and rocking with Black Broadway Podcast. And like I said, this this segment is more or less as the white guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're going to get into all of that, man. But my man Nick is actually out here. He's not just a white guy. He's out here doing big shit. You're out here making shit happen. It's layers. levels and layers to this whole thing right here, man. And Nick has a clothing mm. brand, a capsule collection that's actually launching what? Today, right? In about an hour. In about an hour, yo. Yeah. Ten clothing, man. Yeah. So yo, please tell yeah. us more about ten clothing. Let's first of all, let's start with this. What does ten clothing mean? What's the name about? What's what where's that come from? Oh, okay. So we're gonna go deep, deep back. Alright, let's go back. Cool. So ten basically um the logo. We, we have to see the logo somewhere. Well, here's the logo here. All but right. The logo is also on the clothes. Okay. Anyway, so, and I, actually it's on the website on the about page. But the story of it is I used to be a public school teacher in Arlington for four years. Okay. And I taught second, third graders. And one day after school, they made this dope arts and crafts project. And it was like what the logo looks like. It was construction paper on cardboard, basically. Mm-hmm. And they're all in those big Rubbermaid trash cans. And they're about to get thrown out. And I was like, no, that shit is so cool. It's beautiful. <laughs> like, we have to save it. <laughs> and like, shit. selfishly. Yeah, that's I teacher just, shit. I, I you like the students are. Of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. All of it. Like, totally. They're my, all my kids. Right. So um, I picked out my initials. Like, selfishly, I picked out my initials, okay. which are NTE. Okay. Went home. And I just duct taped them straight to my wall, NTE, like top down. Okay. And then basically, I don't know how long later, but whatever duct tape ran out, it wasn't, you know, like, it wasn't sticking, <laughs> sticking to the wall. <laughs> 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 I, 
<laughs> so one day I was cooking and I just heard a, like a, a thud and the N had fallen down but landed straight up. Okay. And it spelled 10. <laughs> and I was like, you're such a dumbass. That's been my favorite number my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> that's my lucky number. Like that's, that's your my number. number on jerseys on everything. Okay. Things. So I was like, this is, this is, this is a sign. This means something. Mm -hmm. This isn't just coincidence kind of thing. So I was like, cool. So studied it, fast forward, basically uh, wrote about an idea that had 10 involved in it in, mm -hmm. in B school. So I went to uh, business school at American University, okay. studied brand strategy to get like my chops for business basically. And then after that, I was like, no, I, I have to do something like I, I want my life to be like how I dream it. Right. So I've always want, I've been designing clothes. It's not seriously. Like, okay. I'd make t-shirts for my friends, come out with other things, go to the, like, what was it called? Thrift stores, like Thrift buy stores. clothes, like mm -hmm. edit them, chop them up, like do other things with them. And I was right. like, no, I want, I really want to do this. Okay. But meanwhile, met Zuri at Stadium. At Stadium. <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah. Just vibe with her. $2 Tuesday. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. So exactly. I'm not even distracted anymore. Right. I love um, it. <laughs> No, but so, so had, had this idea basically was taking this class about storytelling, had this idea and I was like, okay, so, you know, I, I did brand consulting for nonprofits before mm -hmm. and I just felt like they were in a catch 22. So I was like, how do I combine this? Okay. So nonprofits, like it's very DC of me to say this, but like when I was doing marketing and advertising for them on the side, it was like, they, like they need to raise money to market themselves, but they need to market themselves to raise money. So it's like, ah, like nice. The, so it's like, it's like what came first, the chicken or the egg, right? right. Like, and, mm -hmm. and also like we've seen before, like nonprofits get caught laundering money. Nonprofits get caught when the mm -hmm. executive takes all this and that. Mm -hmm. And over the course of going to B school and, and, and working in advertising, it was like, I made relationships with the executive director of Enable, which is the nonprofit I'm partnered with right now. Okay. And I was like, this is the perfect reason. So. They help blind and visually impaired kids in Kenya learn how to code, build computers, fix computers. Wow. So basically, a population that would otherwise be completely ignored, mm -hmm. like, gets training and jobs. Okay. So they've caused a lot of attention, but, um, sorry, they've gained a lot of traction within stuff, especially in Kenya. Like, the government just adopted their curriculum and all of that. Mm -hmm. um, so it's amazing, but it was like, how can I build awareness for them? Fashion was, the to me, the medium. Nice. Right? So fashion brands get a lot more pub mm -hmm. than nonprofits. Yeah. It's Absolutely. just a different kind of platform, right? Like right. everybody knows Louis. Everybody knows Prada. Like those, right. those kind of things. So, so if you can make 10 a stuff, thing, then exactly. you can bring the money in. Exactly. But gotcha. then think about it in a vertical way. We're creating, hopefully disrupting the industry a little bit. Okay. Paying people fair wages, job training, like apprenticeships, that kind of thing. Okay. Because eventually... The goal is to, of course, uh, align it so that 10 is a company sort of built on the missions of the nonprofits we partner with. So I have love a ton it. of ideas, obviously. I could talk I about it. it. I love <laughs> it, yo. No, that's a good backstory because it's very thoroughly right, explained. Right, 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 right. And like, so how did that lead to like, I mean, no, you already said how it led to you getting into fashion. Right. How did that lead into like these beautiful silk fabrics and shit that we see over <laughs> here that 10 is going? What's the design right. so, direction of 10? What is like, what is 10 about aesthetically? Right. You know that, what I'm that, saying? That's fascinating. I think, um, and it's, it's going to be a funny segue into the next, the next segment about I love it. ask a white guy because <laughs> I've also had enough awareness. I don't know, but I, I don't know if I was born with it or not, but uh -huh. like, I just notice the micro transgressions everywhere. Yes. Like, micro transgressions or microaggressions? Sorry. Microaggressions. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just, just 
the institutional, hey, we talk about that all the time. Like, the institutionalized system mm -hmm. of it all, like it just like I could just pops out. Like right. I just see it all. So um, it was like, how can I like, other always? Ugh, excuse me. Also, give a platform to nonprofits that are serving that kind of community okay. to raise awareness for them, and also switch the paradigm on like what's beautiful, oh. what, what uh, attracts attention. It doesn't have to be. Uh, I can tell that you're trying to switch the paradigm because the ladies love all yes. of these yes. things. Yes. This yes. is beautiful. Yes. It's so silk. Beautiful. It's fucking luxurious. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got the ten pocket square. You know what I'm saying? I had to rock that with the suit one time. Like. Tell us how did you come into like deciding to work with this particular medium and like right. what what why do the things look the, the way they look? Why is pink such a prominently featured color? You know what I'm saying? So pink. So basically every color. So this is the first collection. This is the DC capsule collection. And what are these that we're looking at so right now? So these are handmade silk scarves. Okay, like pashminas, like sort of. Like like feel the feeling. Let me touch these. So this luxury. Oh yeah. shit! Sexy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Sexy. Yes. Yes. This is definitely sexy out here, y'all. So, for practical reasons, but also just to build a brand, like starting out with accessories like this, mm -hmm. and uh, me and Zuri met a lot. Like, Zuri is my other half with this. Like, I can Love come it. up with designs, but mm -hmm. then I go to Zuri and we meet up. She knows how to execute. We get coffee. She's the she's executioner. Exactly. Executioner. Exactly. So, Every team needs one. So, so what kind of fabrics are you using? Like, so what are you using? We're doing silk, and then for the the new capsule collection that's coming out in like basically an hour. Okay. And once I go home and flip the site live, um, this is a hundred percent satin. Oh. I love it. That's like a whole like kimono or something, right? So this is kimono. It's a, it's a kimono. Do you make do you make plus sizes? So this is a, a, po a poly, a poly print yeah, machine. Poly, so it's like yeah. it, it mimics uh, silk, but it's the, the design can be more vivid. On ah, okay. It. So you can get your strong. graphics on it. Shout out to the graphics too, because it's beautiful. Right. It's colorful. That's it's like right. attention grabbing. Right. Exactly. Yo, what's this a V-neck? Yo, that looks wavy right there. I might have to get into that. That V-neck is wavy, yo. And then the, uh, and the crop top. Pocket tees. Listen, you need a pocket tee. Oh, there's a crop top? I'm not quite ready for crop top right now, yo. My hands are lit. My hands are lit, but I'm not ready. So what else you got, man? So real quick, but, but basically the inspiration behind the, the, the scars that we passed around um, was about me. I am inspired by my hometown, D.C. I was born and raised here. So I wandered around a lot, and a lot of time... Um, I'm just taking pictures everywhere I go. So like I basically in messed with a bunch of pictures I took in the metro, switched the colors around, messed with the design, and boom, you have a lot of these scarves. Okay. Uh, with the like pink. what you all over the city or where? I just you know I just you know you roam the city, huh? I just roam. I just wander around. I, I take a left where I haven't been. Are you down from the, the city? Road. Where are you from originally, man? So I was born in Sydney Hospital. Hey, hey, you're a whole Washingtonian. Georgetown, baby. Georgetown, baby, yeah. Oh, we're Northwest. Oh, yeah. Upper Northwest. Like, Westy West. West. Westy West, right. And then, uh, no, so Sibley Hospital, first about seven, eight years, uh, right on the reservoir on uh, MacArthur Boulevard. Wow, mm -hmm. MacArthur Boulevard. Went to Hor Horace Mann Elementary School for a few years. Okay. And then my parents were like, um, nah, we're not about that DC public school life. Right. So, Anyway, um, where'd you move to? So we went moved to Arlington. So I went to okay. middle school and high school in Arlington. Okay, what? Where'd you go? T.C. Williams? No, I went, went to, to York, I went to Yorktown. I went to Yorktown. 
You went to Wakefield? I'm from California originally. My first, okay. I went, right. when I was 14, I came to the East Coast. And I was, I came to Arlington. I went to Wakefield for three years. See, look at y'all got BA and Con. Yeah, so I got to know Arlington. And then, um, of course, then later after school, I went to the University of Kansas. I was like, I got way out of here. I was like, I want different. I want to make new I friends. Like, every one of my other friends was going to Tech or UVA or something like that. I was like, I don't want it to be high school all over again, right? So I just was like, I'll just go. Right. And Ironically, though, I made a bunch of fr East Coast friends in Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Because that's what happens in college. Yeah, exactly. You stick with people that you, you can identify people, with. Exactly. You know what I'm Sometimes saying? Sometimes Midwestern people are like too nice and Fucking I, don't, weird. I don't get it. I don't They're get just it. weird, yo. Right, I'm exactly. going to go ahead and say it. They're weird, yo. <laughs> right. Midwest is crazy. Right, but exactly. like, so being a whole Washingtonian, like, and being this guy who has this 10 clothing line, before we get out of here and start asking you about like the questions that we want to ask you right. in this whole entire right, right, right. segment. I want you to tell us fully where we can get 10, right. how we can get in touch with y'all, right. and right. how we can right. check out more of this right. capsule collection, which right. is beautiful. I know if you're listening, you can't see it, yes. but he's going to tell you where to see yes. it. Tell okay. him. Okay, so it will be available in a couple hours once I get home and, and flip, flip the switch right. um, on 10clothing.xyz. So that will be able to, um, it's pre-order right now, so it'll ship in July, right? Okay. We're all, um, we're ordering it, we're sourcing it in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Zuri is making, hand making it. Zuri, so tell us all okay. Zuri's hand making it. There's only going to be six V-necks, six kimonos, nice. six crop tops, and then this hat is going to be in it. Limited so, edition yeah. shit. Limited edition. I love so, it. Anybody can order this online Damn. and we'll ship it in July. Damn. The hats will come sooner, but the clothes are all basically made to order. Okay, it's perfect. So Zuri, tell us like what, what your involvement is and what you really want people to get out of this Tim collection. Zuri, tell yes. us. So I am the I create the things for Tim collection. Nice. You know, I believe in handmade everything. Okay. I believe in everything coming from someone who you know mm -hmm. and not just having these random clothes from anywhere. That's I make a, my own clothing. It's a beautiful I know concept. who made my clothing. I because it's me. I like that. Um, but with ten clothing, you know, it's made in DC. Okay, made by in DC. someone who lives in DC. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, you know, I'm an import, but I love the city. Okay, where are you from, Zuri? I was born in Antigua. In Antigua, so, okay. You know, okay. fire. <laughs> <laughs> My Caribbean, uh, yeah, represent for the you know the sancy and So I believe in handmade, and I think everyone deserves something that was made for them. Mm -hmm. And it was it, it wasn't just made to exist; it was right. made for a purpose. It has a it has a reason to live. So I create so the ten clothing. Me and Nick really get together and like become one mind, mm -hmm. and it shows in the product that's created. Perfect. So it goes from this abstract concept to this okay. very concrete. So you're doing the patterns. You're doing I make all, all of the that. patterns. Perfect. I, um, and I, I so literally, each one of these things was made by me. With by me. your hand. Uh, with, love. With, with love. With love. With love. Yo. Right. I, I, I love it. And look at the harmony. You know what I'm saying? Yes, White exactly. males, black women working together, doing yes. bomb shit yes. over here exactly. in the city. And the cool thing, so the update recently, which is awesome, is so the other catch about the name. Mm -hmm. Ten is that ten dollars of every item we sell goes to support awesome. the nonprofit. Awesome! So That's that dope. means we've raised uh, just over three hundred dollars in our first three months. All right. We literally just got the certified check sent to Irene and Kitika. They're both the executive directors of Enable. And okay. They're like awesome, and my goal and our oh, goal, is to, dope, our goal is to double the, the fundraising. But also, you know, I definitely 
we have a, a page about them and their mission and their cause on, on the site. So it's like we're not trying to BS anybody. We're not trying to play the nonprofit. Like, right. The You're really trying to do site. it. I, we, I Instagram about them. I have pictures about the, their kids at the schools. So it's like it's that's not. That's dope, Nick. You're not just. You're, you're not. Like, that's what I really wanted to stress yeah. in this first segment. You're not just a white guy. Like, you're like really doing <laughs> shit like out here in these streets, man. Like, what is like doing Instagram? positive shit. The tell us their Instagram. Instagram. Instagram is 10 underscore clothing. Um, it's on Facebook, but I don't care about Facebook. <laughs> Thank you. Me neither. <laughs> like, no, it's just like you have it, so you can have an Instagram business account. Right? Exactly. And then, <laughs> and then it's at Tink Clothing on, on Twitter. All right. What about for you, Z? What was your Instagram information? My Instagram is at M I S S Zuri B. And um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, it's all the same. Perfect. Um, Thank you. Okay, so all Zuri B, all across all plat at Everyone, Zuri B. Yes. And www.misszuriB.com. Hey. 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 I love it. Hey, okay, listen, everybody's lit out here. I love it, yo. Exactly. So now that we got 10 fully out of the way, and I want y'all to know, Nick is one of my friends. Dope guy, great guy out here in the city, man. You know what I'm saying? And it's funny because... I didn't know you were a Washingtonian, which brings no a little. Kidding, really? I didn't. I didn't know you were a Washingtonian. So now that we know that, now these these questions are even more relevant. Because, like right. I said, y'all, not to waste any more time. Right. Listen, as the white guy, Doc, we're from. I'm from DC. Laura, yeah. you grew up out here, right? Yeah, so you know what I'm saying? So now you've been out here. Listen, all of these things, like it's like it's a lot of burning questions on our mind because. Gentrification, man, has turned this city upside down. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times we come in contact with a lot of white men, women, whomever. Like people just who are not of the culture. And we don't understand. Like we just don't get like what the fuck are you guys thinking, yo? You know what I'm saying? So I guess for me as a guy who's in business, like why is our barbershop is a business? It's patronized by a lot of the transplants, specifically white men who come into D.C. And I guess my First, first question now, I would love to ask is, what the fuck is up with Yelp, yo? Why the fuck do white people love to use Yelp, man? Like, we need to know. I, we need to know, so man. I can't, okay, so, I, this is one I can, I can, I can get, get a good answer on. Thank you. Which is, I don't know why, but you can see it every day, everywhere, is that I feel like, and I can't answer you directly on Yelp, but I think, gen, I can generalize okay. about it and say, like, obviously... White people just love the rules and enforcing the rules and mm -hmm. sort of policing things. Like there's sort of there seems to be a decorum that we mm. either the the noise level can go above and people, mm -hmm. you know like, like what the fuck I heard about a yeah. dude fucking complaining about his neighbor's barbecue smoke. <laughs> I have, I have my good, my good friends. Shout out to Jeff and Amanda. Shout out to Danielle, who's my attorney and best friend and MBA classmate. Uh, she did all the contracts. Um, but so, but Jeff and Amanda had a situation where they were like they, they're in Silver Spring and they were living next to a white couple that just moved in. Mm -hmm. And like everybody on the floor smokes, right? Everybody on the floor smokes. But they wanted to pinpoint them <laughs> and just blame it on them. Make it, and it was just, Yo, that shit is and they kept being like, for real, you don't know, we don't, and you don't know it's us, and just so. Do you have any business. like cultural perspective? I think it's because a lot of white people are very fond of passive aggressive behavior. We'll see, <laughs> no, because I, I, I agree. I actually think, I would educate a guess would be that it's that like 
deep rooted. I can't believe it still exists, but the like that privilege. Plymouth Rock, like Puritan so, shit. That was what I wanted to ask you too. So you, you, so uh, is it Washingtonian? Do you recognize white supremacy? Not even white supremacy, but white. Um, Privilege. privilege, white privilege. Oh, I mean, every single day. My man. So the follow-up <laughs> question you. was: So, if you could to level the playing field, would you give up your white privilege in order to level the playing field? To level the playing field, I feel like it would have to be mine compounded like a million percent. Well, no, I'm asking you personally though. I know that I recognize that, but whatever privilege you've had that's benefited you in any way, would you, mm. would you be willing to give it up personally if it meant those who are less fortunate or those who are unheard? Would you be willing to? That's a great point. I've never mm. heard that question before. Um, great question. I would say that I feel like in, I can't control everything, but I feel like to some degree I, I, I am living that life yeah. as much as possible. So um, there's things that I can control and there's things I can't control. Mm. But in my behavior, person to person, I know that I, I, I feel like I can as much as possible. It's one of those things though, I feel like it's like, it's, it's one of those things that can be called out, but I don't feel like it's something that I can take or, or give. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, it's all, it's all, it's all kind of situational. It's a hypothetical question. And like, if you environmental. Could, would you? But oh, sorry. If it's hypothetical. Yeah. Five, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're done. You're in. <laughs> Yo, I love it. Yo, I gotta ask you this too, because this is another burning question. Yeah. Like, I I know I tend to deal with a lot of guys, white guys, who who be like, yeah, you know, fuck Trump, whoopie whoop, blah blah blah, right? Mm. But I know that, you know, when they're around their friends and their crew, it's a little bit different because they have they may or may not associate with Trump supporters. So how do you deal with those people? Um, I think it's funny. I, I, I would say that I deal with them by I've gotten kind of aggressive recently. But, uh, <laughs> I would say nice. mostly my circle just does not tolerate that energy. So yeah. I just don't know it. That's so important. Like, for real, my friend group, my family, like mm -hmm. mostly. Like, there's probably some family that I've been like, yo, please, like, cut that shit. So obvious, you're ignorant. You're so obvious, you never spend any time with anybody outside of your people down the block. Like, mm -hmm. just stop. Like, you don't know. It's obvious. Like, so that, for that's, those who don't know, do you try to tell them? Do you try to every, inform them? As often as I possibly can. That's important can. as well. As exactly. often as I possibly can. Hey, hey, not for nothing, my man Nick does live in Trinidad. <laughs> So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, he, no, he know what time it is. That's a, that's a good segue because, yes. I mean, so gentrification, I feel like, is micro-colonization, right? Mm -hmm. Like, to some degree. Like, so, it is. Renaming neighborhoods, like, that kind of stuff. That's been in the news a lot. Too. It has. And it's like, I, it's, I was literally talking to somebody last weekend about it because I know I'm a gentrifier. I right. feel every fucking detail about it. You but know it's what also it is. Like, but I'm not, I'm not knocking I'm not, down the house. You're not that guy. Yeah. Family, so it's it's hard because I, I, feel like, I know my neighbors. I say hi to people on the street. And I feel like the difference is... Do you is, feel like they, you're well-received in your neighborhood? You feel like they mostly, show you love? Mostly, mostly. For the most part? Yeah. Right. I get why not, but I mm -hmm. get why. You know what right. I mean? I'm, I stay out of my business. No I doubt. I don't look when people are, you know... Shit, those are hood rules. Right. <laughs> <laughs> mind your business in any hood. In any hood. Mind your business. That's all it's mad. Absolutely. Why is that? Whatever. Stay in your lane, yo. We talked about that the last time I was here. Absolutely. For real. Yo, you go to work, you go home, you don't give a shit about what's going on. Going on out there, yo. Right. You know what I'm saying? Unless you right. gotta be involved, right. you don't. Right. So, like for real, I know Lauren, you had some great questions. Lauren, yes, give I us did. one, yo. I have a, okay, so you have to bear with me. It's yeah. gonna. I hope it doesn't fuck the vibe up because it's a, it's pretty serious. Okay. But also, I'm gonna do the lighthearted ones too, or should I do the heavy ones? No, go ahead. Do, okay. do what you feel. So, okay, so I have a question. This is actually from one of my friends. Why 
why do white people tend to act uh, condescending towards people of color to get their point across? Or they mm. feel like they have to come at a way in order to get, you know, a certain type of response mm. or, or, or respect, would I say? Yes. Right. I think that has a lot to do with just this. Okay, so we'll do 50% the system. Mm. Just like in the fact that in every, almost in every situation people are experiencing, they've been favorited or treated. Is this better. the system of entitlement? Or whatever. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So people when you are, you know, when you. Get, get given an inch, you're going to take the inch. And it's like a few more inches after that. That, that. that applies to all of us to some degree, but this is much more specific. And I think a lot of it also has to do, pop. my, again, a guesstimate is fear. It's like, mm. let me assert myself before you do. Mm. So that's, that's real. That's is that why they, the first thing is, oh, I'm going to call the police. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's but that's why a lot of everything. It's real. Yeah. It's fear. That's facts. That's yeah. facts, yo. Yeah. I think that like, you know, a lot of these things are really, really crazy. And it's, Here's the thing. I think it all stems from like a lack of interaction. So for you, as as like a as a white guy, yo, like how often do you really have conversations with black folks who don't really interact with white folks? I'm not one of those people. You know what I'm saying? Like for real. I, I'm I'm you know for lack of a better way to put it, media trained. Mm -hmm. I know how to deal with you know all different cultures and ethnicities. Right, but it's right. cats who live on your block. You know what I'm saying? What you on Montello? Are you on? Uh, my, yeah. You're on Montello. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cats who live on Montello, yeah. that's not necessarily how they get down. So how do you feel like, you know, you can improve the communication between the two sides? You know what I'm saying? Like, or how often do you engage in improving that type mm. of communication? Do you let people know you're cool and blah, 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 you know? Um, I think it just be, it, I mean, to me, I just treat people like the way I want to be treated. And mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't assume anything. Like, I think a lot of the times people... A lot of white people think, oh, they see a lot of people of color around. We were even talking about this last time mm -hmm. in a neighborhood or something. It's like, oh, it must be the ghetto. Right. Like, mm. like, oh, brown people, it must be this or it must be That's that. That's mad. And true. So, like, I just, I've, I've, I've taught myself enough, met enough people, hung out with enough people long enough to be like, you can unlearn that. Absolutely. So, it's like, it, that is completely conditioned. No doubt. And you can get your way out of it. So I guess I just engage people naturally. So if they say, That's what's up, I was on the street, good. I say, what's up on the street. A lot of times, like the funny situations, if I'm showing up to my apartment late at night, mm -hmm. I'll see some homies that I know, hanging out with people, a lot of people that I don't know. Right. And they'll be like, what? Right. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Yo, we vouch for our friends. Right. We do vouch for our friends. To my question, so those who are, I would say, bigoted or who are more ignorant, how do you then transition it to let them feel more comfortable? That when you you have your standing, you have your respect. Right. How do you let them know that they can like it's cool? That we're not a whole different species. That how do you like how do you break it down to them? How would you? How do you? I mean, like, when when people say things that I don't agree with, I speak up about it mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, on inauguration day, I was literally yelling at people wearing those red hats. I love it. I was not. I could not hold back. But so in terms of family, fa family is a good example. Personal standpoint. Family is a good example. I have yeah. some family who, who grew up in Boston. Boston is very segregated. There's just a lot of anger really? in that city. Yes. At least, again, my, it, from my true. experience. Absolutely. But I've seen a lot too. of it. Yeah. So it's just like, but I know that they, they, they grew up on their block that had these type of people and they didn't go the out of it. So it's just mm -hmm. a bad, ex it's a bad experience and people either being open to it or not. And right. I think creating those experiences where people that may not have been open to it before will be open to it then. I mean, I remember taking my cousins to my high school parties and they're like, literally would say things like, oh, so everybody's parties. And you're like, yeah, you're a human being. Right. Like, right, right. 
Of course, everybody right. just gets along. Like it's just about exposure. To exactly. It really breaks it down to exposure exactly. and getting to know get somebody. Absolutely. I love it, I Laura. I gotta same. let you. I want you to ask this barbecue question because <laughs> okay. it's bad funny. We need <laughs> okay. the answer, Nick. We need answers. We do need No, it's not bad days. I fuck with bad days. I'm a real black person. Okay, perfect school. I fuck with dudes. You know what I'm saying? No, no, ask it, ask it, please, ask it. Okay. So, you know, going to many barbecues, <laughs> why is the white people's meat always undercooked? Why? Uh, why are you not cooking and seasoning your meat appropriately? No. I, want, I want to be even more specific. I think it's a certain um, socioeconomic level of white people that have oh. undercooked meat. Really? Ooh, okay. So, so, okay. so I'm half like Plymouth Rock washed. Right. Half immigrant ass Italian. Okay, yeah. Fresh off Ellis Island. Okay. Yes. That's where that's where my mix that's is. That's where the mix is. So I know kind the of Italian crew is putting <laughs> putting mad like, pepper and oregano right, and everything. But I mean, I actually got to a point a few years ago with my family where everybody eats rare or medium rare. I'm like, I'm oh. done. I can't. I can't. We can't do it. Like but I don't know why. I don't know why. I think it's a it was a delicacy from. <laughs> Way back then. Like, that, I'm, using, I'm using air quotes. Air quotes. Is that why you don't know season it? What's wrong with salt? We're going to give Nick props. Nick got hot sauce in his house. Nick got hot sauce in his house. How do you compromise? Three quarters of the percent of the earth. Right, yeah. 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 Right, I do not know why I smoke menthol cigarettes. I don't know. But I'm not going to stop. <laughs> I get it. I, I think they're smoking. They taste less disgusting than the right. 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 Smoking right. a Barbara right. Red, I feel yeah, like John yeah, Wayne or some shit. Oh, I feel like John Wayne's a Wild Wild Real talk, yo, for real, man. How that, yo, Nick? You have definitely shed a little bit of light on some shit. And I really hope that our audience who was listening is really tuned into this because, yo, you really talking some real shit right now, yo. And I think that, here's the thing, cultural differences and cultural anomalies, that shit can all be overcame, man. And like you said, it's all about exposure and education, yo. So with your clothing brand, with you bringing it full circle to the clothing brand, right, with you exactly. donating to worthy causes and trying to integrate vertically so that people can have opportunities and jobs, right. with you working and partnering with a fabulous black female. Oh, my hey. bad. Shout out to you, Zuri B. Knock hey. over to Jameson. Oh, <laughs> but anyway, yo, shout outs to everybody involved in this because I know that you guys are doing great work. Nick. Thank you so much for coming through and answering a few questions for us because, you know, we need answers, yo. So fast. Real talk, man. I appreciate this shit. Great. Can we close out? Can we get both of you guys to IGs? And how we can get in touch with y'all for real. at 10 underscore clothing on Instagram, Tank Clothing on Twitter, tankclothing.xyz on the site. The Love it. 10, like the number, not the number 10, the word 10, right? T-E-N-L-O-T-H-I-N-G. Perfect. <laughs> Love it. This is Miss Zuri B. Zuri B. So at M I S S Z U R I B. 
on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and www.missouribee.com. Oh, shit, you got the website popping? I love it, yo. This is super great, yo. I'm really excited about y'all collection that you got popping off. Do you have some more things in the works? Do you have more things in the works? Definitely. With fashion, you got to plan way ahead. Absolutely. So y'all got spring, summer 2020 going, right? Say the cool thing is like this all relates. So all the colors are were pulled from the logo. Right? All right. So when you look at the logo, the pink is from the logo. Okay. Right. So the yellow and the, the peach, right? You see, right? Uh huh. Those are going to be highlights of the next collection. Be, now, huh? Next summer. Next Oof. summer, we already have it. Oh, it's lit, yo! And this shit is beautiful, y'all. So really, all my audience, I really want y'all to check this out. Yeah. Get on, get in tune with Ten Clothing, and really get in time with it, man. Yo, Nick, thank, thank, you. thank you so thank you. much, thank bro. You. For real. Is there anything else you want to say? Because I know you ain't getting the Caucasian emails, <laughs> but I do know that you know what I'm saying. I want you to really like, you know, say your piece and like clarify. Especially our white listeners, our black listeners, everybody. Right. Tell them what you think they need to take away from the openness that you display in your Ask a White Guy segment, right. man, right. for real. I think, I think it really has to do with you have to just take a step back and look at the, the system, the environment that, that's put in front of you. Uh, right. For real, as a story. The, re, the reality when I learned that you can unlearn mm. was when I would, that's a go, I, would, I would go into the city with my dad for like Georgetown games or something. Mm -hmm. And like the only, for real, the only black people I saw at that point, that was back in the 90s. No doubt, was were, on the team. Were, were either on the team mm -hmm. or a homeless guy trying to make us uh, give him money for holding the spot. Right? Oh, man. The they old, do that in Georgetown too? Hustle. No, no, no. By the Verizon Center. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's the old hustle. That is right. the old hustle. Yeah, exactly. So, and exactly. So I was like, that as an experience if you if you come in from if that's the suburbs, only your experience the only experience you see mm -hmm. then you're going to have some bad notions. access it and you go out and there's nothing else i can understand why people will get the get to the place that they have Word. Or, or that they are about how oh i'll just fall in and believe all the stereotypes Word. but i think it's about realizing like that's just Word. no it's bigger than that no it's doubt way bigger way than bigger that than it's that. a system and you can't blame people and just you have to be open. You have to access right. it. You have to challenge yourself to unlearn and learn for yourself. Bro, that's a great yeah. nose, yeah. man. That's beautiful, man. We're going to end it on that note for yeah. real, y'all, man. Again, Missouri B, thank hey. you so much for being here. Nick, thank you <laughs> thank so much for being here. Look out for that capsule collection thank from you. 10. Thank Laura you. and yes. Sanaa, great job as oh, always, ladies. Thank y'all so here. much. Z for holding us down in the production booth. Thank you so much, man. Keeping us on point. Hey, yo, and listen, another week, another episode, y'all. Black Broadway, we in the books. 51 down, 40 down, more to go. So we get to you all y'all, man. For real, like, thank y'all so much, man. And remember, as always, if you're not at the table, you on the plate. And we're going to see y'all next week. Peace.